Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, you guys, it's Dave Mormon here, home service business coach. I'm coming at you with another podcast here. I really try to keep it as real as I can on this show for you guys. Uh, I don't want to pull any punches and always try to make things as realistic as possible uh, for you guys. And so uh, before we dive in, I just need to call attention to our two show uh, sponsors pretty quickly. Uh, the first one's Jobber. Uh, as you guys know, we're using Jobber f- to power my cleaning business. Uh, they take care of everything from A to Z with our quotes and scheduling jobs and invoicing and even collecting payments. So I've hooked up a link for you. Uh, if you check out the show notes, there's going to be a link where you can jump in and see what Jobber's all about, try out the free trial, and even save yourself 20% off for six months. So that's super cool. The second one uh, is Nice Job. We've been working with Nice Job for a little bit now and has really helped us uh, skyrocket our reviews in our local area. Um, You know, I've said this before in other content, but 84% of people trust an online review as if it was a recommendation from a friend. So, you know, if you're not uh, keeping reviews front and center as you scale this thing up, Um, You're going to have another thing coming in the next few years when more millennials are buying homes and they're looking at reviews and really basing their decisions around that. So look into nice job as well. Same rules apply. I've got the link for you guys. You can check it out with a free trial and they've got like the science on lockdown. You know, how many times do we follow up with clients for reviews? And, you know, we got a couple hundred reviews just manually texting or emailing our clients. And that was good. But as you bring on more crews and you want to bring standardization and systemization around everything in your business, uh, reviews should really be no different. So we were able to uh, get nice jobs set up. And now it's just like cooking with gas. We're pumping through jobs and seeing reviews come in, sharing them on social, and the cycle is just repeating in a good way. So jobber, nice job, guys. Check it out. But we're going to be diving in today. Um, I make a lot of content for people that are like, hey, I'm doing like $100,000 and I'm just getting off the truck. And how do I then set up systems into my business? And I wanted to make one a little bit more um, basic and down to earth. I've been chatting to uh, a number of people kind of interested in some mentorship and some coaching. And it's actually like a lot of people still haven't even hit kind of the $10,000 a month marker. And for me and my story, that was like a really key point to get to. Uh, As you guys know my story, um, I had uh, a painting business going in a franchise which was going good and I was making good money there, but I really wanted to create my own brand. And it wasn't actually till I hit the six figure mark was I able to actually say, okay, I'm gonna be jumping into this cleaning business now full time. Uh, Because I've got the confidence that I've got some income coming in 
and you know it really needs my full attention and I'm able to jump. And so I think that's a really common place people get to where they're like, I'm working a good, you know, corporate job and I get benefits and it's, you know, provides good for my family, but I have this like insatiable desire to start my own brand and grow something in my community and make a difference and make impact and hire a team. And so I think a lot of people jump out on their own almost in this like, let me take this on as a side hustle and then let's really see kind of how it goes. Uh, and that was kind of my mentality you know, always wanting to make it a full time thing. But I really had to prove to myself that, look, this can become a viable business. And I made that $100,000 marker in my head. And basically, like, this is not a side hustle. This is like a big boy business this is a real deal. It needs uh, my time, my attention, my care, and my energy. So I wanted to make an episode and just be like, for those of you that are kind of struggling to get to that mark. And honestly, if you're even beyond that mark, I think there'll be value in this episode for you just with some things I'm going to get to because I'm talking to a ton of people in our in our home service space and a lot in the cleaning industry, the pressure washing space. And there's a few things that really get people hung up to like really make this like a real business and really get it rocking. Like you've heard me say before, eight out of 10 businesses are going to be failing in their first five years. And even those that survive to the five-year mark, the vast majority of that will even die off before the 10-year mark. So we're looking at like well under 10% of businesses are actually going to make it through that first decade and they'll die off for a number of reasons. But I wanted to make this episode that if you're kind of newer to this business, you're like looking into it, or even if you're a little bit more advanced and you just don't want to get complacent, I'm kind of boiling it down here to like three main things, three main traits that you need to have as an entrepreneur to be successful. And I've got friends who you know, talk to me or look at me and they're like, oh, you've got a team running like this must just be like, you know, so easy. You just sit back and I'm just like, man, it. I might sometimes make it look easy, but running a business, growing a business, managing staff is the hardest, uh, is one of the hardest things. It's the furthest thing from easy. So don't think that for one second, but also you might look at, you know, if you want to get in shape, well, going to the gym five days a week, that is, you know, quite difficult. That's not easy. But why do you do it? Because the reward, the payoff, it's worth it. Like a business is a very similar way. It's very rewarding to have a team to grow a local business and create a lifestyle that you want. But don't like put the cart before the horse and be like, oh, this is this is easy. And it's a big pet peeve of mine. What's kind of happening um, with our generation is we're kind of like, oh, let's follow the easy money. You know, I'll just start up a pressure washing business. It'll take me like three months and then I'll just have this like passive income that I can then go buy Bitcoin and live on a beach. Like I'm not saying that's not impossible. It just hasn't been my experience. My experience has been blood, sweat and tears and uh, these three traits that I'm going to be getting into in a minute. And I didn't just like make this stuff up, guys. I'm, I'm not the guru but I've been doing this now for 13 years. I've had two painting businesses. I've had my washing business now, and now I have an online coaching business, all of which I would consider 
uh, a success to some degree and at least successful to the point that it's I kind of took it as far as I can and then either handed it off or went and, you know, got a management in team in place to help me run the business. So don't think for one second that what we're doing is easy because uh, it, it's not easy and I don't preach the four hour work week. So let's dive in here. For those of you listening, you know, you're obviously looking for some practical takeaways here. So I'm going to get into what are the three traits that you need as an entrepreneur to get this business off the ground. So we're going to be diving in here. Um, they're going to be in really no particular order. But what's kind of prompting me to record this is I've just had a number of people reaching out to me, including some friends that are just like, man, I'm working this other job. I think I'll just, you know, get this business going on the side. And I want to kind of bust a few of those myths because um, it's hard work, like I said, and you might be fighting the good fight, you know, driving your truck right now to go to a job site to finish up or going to a quote to meet with the customer. Um, it just never gets, uh, it never gets super easy. And so I want to make this kind of, you know, bring it right down to your level um, that I can very much relate to the, the stage that you're in. So the first thing you're really going to need, if you're kind of on the fence, you're trying to scale this thing up to, you know, 10 grand, 15, 20 grand a month, whatever it is where you're like, this is a real business. So the first thing that you're really going to need, the first trait as an entrepreneur is going to be hunger. And the reason I'm saying hunger and not hard work is because I think hard work is going to be a byproduct of that hunger. Um, it's really the hunger as an entrepreneur that's going to wake you up in the morning and, and you know, get you going after it every day. For me, uh, Monday is one of my favorite days of the week. Uh, you know, I try to be grateful for every day in my life, but there's something special about Monday when I come off my recharge day. Uh, I'm going to bed on Sunday. I'm waking up at, uh, uh, quite frankly, early because my brain turns on and I just really can't help but dive into my goals for the day. I get to go into the office and see my team at Revive get all caught up with my manager and see what we've got on the go for this week. So you like literally it should be like TGIM. Thank God it's Monday if you're an entrepreneur and you might be like shaking your head, smiling right now, being like, man, I can't wait for Mondays either. And I've had other Mondays in other businesses where I'm like dreading it, where I'm like, man, I'm not fired up for this brand anymore. I'm not sure where to take it. I feel stuck. So that's a whole nother conversation. But like literally your first number of years, you should be so full of like piss and vinegar, excuse my language, but that's what it should be. And I just don't see that with a lot of entrepreneurs today. We see like dabblers in our generation, like, oh, you know, I'll kind of give like this junk removal business a try. And then maybe I'll do a little bit of pressure washing. And then maybe I'll do a little bit of painting, a little bit of landscaping. Like it's just like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You get nothing. So uh, I cannot push this hard enough. You need a sole focus as you get this thing going off the ground. Like if you scale it up, you get a team in place. Yeah, you can probably look to diversify and do a couple other things. Um, as you have, as you're able to delegate, but when you just get started, like if you don't have that hunger waking you up in the morning, you're literally in the wrong line of business. I tell people, you know, who are interested, I, I get on these sales calls every week. It's like, Oh, tell me more about your coaching services. And I'm like, well, 
tell me more about who you are as a person. You know, why are you wanting to join a coaching program? And they might say, you know, I'm looking for motivation. And I'm just like, man, you're not going to be a good fit for our program. Like such minimal part of my program is like motivation, get you out of bed. It's like, if you don't have that motivation, uh, I'm not here to help you. I'm looking for someone who's already intrinsically motivated, who wants to get after their goals. They just need to be shown what to do next and need to start valuing their time and following these systems and all these other things that we get into. So I'm sure you can hear through the line how passionate I get about this because the reason businesses fail are are a number of reasons, but a large reason I think why people fail, young people fail today are in our generation when they just want to go buy a pressure washer and get started they fail because of their lack of hunger. They don't see the full picture of like all what's involved. You know, probably the best way I could compare it to would be like, um, say you're, say you get married, right? It's like people enter into getting married and maybe they're naive to think like, oh, you know, it's just going to be fun to live with somebody and build a life. But it's like, man, it's a huge deal. Like you want to really make sure that you choose properly, that you do your research, you spend enough time together, um, you know, you kind of date first and then you get engaged, then you get married. Like it's very similar. Um, if you can follow me on this analogy, like starting a business, you kind of have to date it first before you get married. Like you are working your full, full-time job right now. Great. Go date a pressure washing business. And what I mean by date is like run it until you get to 100k just run it on the side and prove to yourself like man i love this business i can't wait to spend uh, my life with this business and i'm ready to burn all the bridges and i'm ready to jump full in and do this and get married to this thing so that's kind of a, a quick example i'm just making up on the fly here of the hunger that you need for your business but also just like the strategic planning that goes into like your next move like just don't dive into running a home service business full time, I would say, uh, especially if you're coming from like an employee mindset and you're looking into entrepreneurship, it is like full on, you need your full brain in it. And it literally should, I think, border on a bit of an obsession where for me for about three years with Revive, it was like front and top of mind at all times. It didn't matter morning, day, night, whatever I'm doing. I'm having all these ideas and things and systems that I can build in the business. And you might have that right now where you're just like, feel like you're riding this wave of momentum. Clients are saying yes to you. You're getting your signs made up. You're doing marketing. Uh, maybe you're working with the coach or mentor who's giving you all these ideas of like what you got to do next. So that's our first thing we need is, is hunger as we get this business going. So if you follow me to that point, we're going to move to, uh, the second trait that you need as an entrepreneur if you want to be successful in this space, and that is marketing. Anyone who's talked to me for more than five minutes knows my love uh, for marketing. And that kind of goes twofold. You know, first, we always think marketing with getting jobs, but we also, as you grow your company, you're going to really have to be like a good uh, fisherman of like reeling in qualified applicants. And I've made other content on that, so I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail right now. What I more want to talk about is like getting to first base and lining up the jobs. And so you've got to be like a fanatical uh, uh, prospector of your business. You've got to be like spreading the good news wherever you go about your business. Like I'm talking at 
coffee shops, at your kids' t-ball team, at your church, at your local organization you volunteer at, your family, your friends. Every second update on your Facebook should be updating the world of your business and client reviews and what you've got going on, your LinkedIn. You should be making like a YouTube channel. You should be doing all these things, signs, flyers, door knocking, like literally because you've set up step one, you have this hunger, like you're, you're just so bought in. Marketing should almost flow as like a byproduct. And again, people are like, I have no work. What do I do next? It's like, you shouldn't need a coach really to tell you what to do next as it comes to marketing. Like you should just instinctively have it like oozing out of your pores. You should be sweating it out being like, man, I can't wait to go tell more people to go knock on doors, to go get more business because I know that every thousand dollar pressure wash job I line up, I can bring a helper and I can make like $600 on that and throw it in the bank. And then I can go get all the neighbors and do it again and again and again and again. And it just becomes this like um, almost addictive cycle of just getting more jobs. So Again, I think something people are naive about when they get their business started is like, oh, Dave, as soon like I made a Facebook page and an Instagram page and you think like if you build it, people will come and like that could not be any more backwards because you're going to make a Facebook page and you're going to have like your great aunt and your grandma and your partner are going to join it and you're going to have like three likers and followers and it's going to be like a smack in the face being like, I need to have a megaphone with this business and be shouting it out to the world like every single day or like I say, take Sundays off and shout it out six days a week. So you need to like fall in love with the process of marketing. And if you're listening to this in the pressure washing niche, it's like how many guys do you know that go out and, you know, sell their left leg to go and um, buy like a $60,000 pressure wash skid with a 400 gallon per minute machine with 49 ball valves and this and that and the thing the handles are made out of whale tusk and it's just like my goodness who really cares like our rigs are are so basic you'd probably see it and be like wow you guys are doing this much with that basic rig it's like yes because uh the owner dave right here is so clear that we are in a sales and marketing and recruiting business. We're not in the fancy equipment uh, business. And don't get me wrong, these fancy $70,000 trailers will probably work quicker than our individual van will. But if we've got six or seven or eight of those vans, that's going to beat the individual trailer every time. And I'm always thinking scale. It's like, will this work with five crews, seven crews, 10 crews, or is this not a good system? And I'm not a fan of leveraging debt and growing this thing uh, with a pile of debt. And that's, again, a whole nother rabbit trail we're not going to get into. But you should be profitable with your first truck. And the reason you're profitable with this first truck is because you're not breaking the bank with this first investment. And so, again, if you're new to this business, say you're throwing 30 hours a week at this business because you're working full time elsewhere, I'd ask you, Tom or Jim or whatever your name is, how many of those 30 hours are actually going into marketing, right? You might be raising up your hand guilty right now because you've spent 21 of those 30 hours on Facebook groups learning about pressure washing equipment when literally it should be like two and a half of those hours and 21 of those hours should be spent 
into marketing and canvassing and door knocking. Those are the home service businesses that blow up quickly is when you have an owner fanatical about marketing and sales and is just driving lead generation, getting 10, 15, 20, 30 leads per week. That's the guy who I'm going to bet on, not the guy who follows 64 different YouTubers who are learning about all the different nuances of the equipment. So I can't preach this large, large, strong enough. If you go sample, you know, say four business owners uh, in the pressure wash space who've grown their business, say over five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars and ask them like, how did you grow so quickly? Like, I guarantee they're going to say marketing. And this is a, a skill that never goes away, right? You need to be marketing, like I said, first for jobs, and then you've got to be marketing for people as well as you line up those jobs. So that is the second trait of a successful entrepreneur diving into business is our marketing. Finally, number three, and again, these are in no particular order of importance because I think you need all three of them. Uh, you've got to be learning. You've got to be a lifelong learner. And you know, you might think, oh, Dave is biased because he's a coach. Like, yeah, I am biased because I'm a coach, but I also have invested in multiple business coaches. I've read over 200 business books. I've traveled around to conferences. I've stayed at people's houses who already have a million dollar pressure washing business. And I've just hung out with them for two or three days and said like, teach me what you're doing. I want to learn. I've filled up like multiple notebooks with notes from conferences and classes that I've done. I've done online courses. Like literally I obsess about this is if I like, you might be able to tell from my personality. I'm not, I'm not a dabbler. Like if I'm going to do something like it's good as gold, I'm going to, going to do that. I'm not going to mess around and try, you know, 64 different things. So you've got to get you got to be hungry for learning, right? And I think learning can come in multiple ways. It can come from a coach, a mentor, a guide, which is like probably the highest level, I would say, uh, is getting like a mentor, someone to help guide the way. But like practically, you can do it more uh, on kind of a shoestring budget. If you're really just getting started, you should have like an audible account that should be, you know, dripping you a credit every month where you can go out and get a book, uh, that's specific to your business or customer service or marketing or sales or something that's going to benefit you as you grow this thing. Um, you should also be looking into like some local conventions. Like there's a number of really good ones in our pressure watching niche that are coming up. You know, you should be signing up and buying like a plane ticket and spending like a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars and going to these events to learn as much as you can. You should be connecting with like people on Facebook and LinkedIn every day in your niche that you can learn from. And what you'll find is like a common trait of successful people is that they want to help others level up and, you know, get to their goals. And, you know, I'm not saying go reach out to your direct competition who lives, you know, one mile up the street from you. Like he's, if he's smart, he's probably not going to give you too much of all his secrets, but reach out to someone in like a neighboring state or like 200 miles away where there's no conflict of competition or anything. Those are the people you should be really learning from because I think like this whole learning from peers and from mentors is going to just continue to increase as people get time starved. You don't like if you're working a full-time job right now, you probably don't have like 40 extra hours just sitting aside where you can go and like 
learn all this stuff on YouTube for free? Like, what if you could just go and hang out with one person for eight hours and they could show you like all their systems and their business and give you, you know, copies of it or whatever, like that type of stuff exists. And I've done that, like I said, through all these different methods. So I think if you are naturally hungry, like I said, in step one, the marketing, like the action to market and the action to go learn and get around people in your space who've already done what you want to do. Those are like really the two byproducts of just being hungry to grow this thing. And so I think people might think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a know-it-all. I don't need any learning. Well, I would say then you're probably not naturally hungry to grow this thing. You're probably like complacent and kind of satisfied at the level that you're at. And again, that's not a bad thing. Not everybody wants to grow their business, but there is also like natural forces in the economy, such as like inflation and your competition that continue to grow that the quote of like, if you're not growing, you are dying. I actually really, really believe in that. Like, I don't think you need to grow at 100% a year necessarily, but you should, I think, be growing at a minimum of like 10% a year. But quite honestly, I more prefer, prefer 20, 30, 40, 50% growth. That's kind of like where you really need your entrepreneur brain power. Be like, we're adding two crews this year. What does that look like? We are moving into an office space. We're bringing on another customer service rep. Like well, those are kind of the, the problems that I love to problem solve as, as I grow up, grow my business to the next level. So you need learning guys like and if you're tight you either got more time or you got more money and i'm guessing if you're kind of getting started you probably have more time and so look at these kind of cost effective ways that i said for you know ways that you can grow your business man even like podcasts such as this it's like literally all i ask is you leave me a five-star review uh, and subscribe to this podcast if you're finding good value in it but like literally it doesn't cost you a dollar like all you do is go on your apple podcast or go on Spotify, you hit play and you're just listening to me right now. Like how cool is that? You can learn from someone who's, you know, might be ahead of you. And I'm learning from people in um, the space that are even ahead of me. And so it's just like this like constant gift that keeps on giving. And you, I guarantee you, say you're doing, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in your business right now. I guarantee you when you're doing say $500,000 in two years from now, there will be people that are just starting their business reaching up to you messaging you hey do you have a quick do you have five minutes for a quick call or you know where do you suggest for this marketing like literally that's what happened to me before i went into coaching i had people messaging me and emailing me do you have time for a quick call how do you do this what about this and that's where it really turned on to me that said hey i should really systematize this business and start to help more people because it's definitely a need in our space so whether you end up coaching people formally or more informally um, what goes around comes around guys and I feel like so indebted to help people because I've learned so much from people um, that have helped me grow my business and I'm still continuing to learn I have like probably too many mentors right now I'm learning from but you know I always try focus on kind of one key area of my life a quarter at a time whether that is you know, my, uh, my fitness or whether that's my cleaning business or my coaching business or my mindset or my faith or, you know, different things of this, um, these different categories in life, you want to be kind of targeting to grow, uh, each quarter of your life. So 
those are the traits you need guys i think you need like more skills than this like people skills and time management and delegation but like literally these are like the three pillars i would say if you don't have the hunger you don't do the marketing and you don't do the learning i don't think you're going to be successful in like whatever business you take on like this isn't just specific to you know house cleaning or specific to home services these are like pretty general traits of even if you're looking at another business if you don't have these three things in place um there's 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 just my opinion like quite a small chance that the thing's going to succeed so it's an amazing opportunity you have as an entrepreneur if you're surveying this like horizon being like man look at this opportunity that i could create I would encourage you to push into that, but I'd also encourage you to be wise and make smart decisions, make intelligent decisions, take calculated risks. Don't just burn the ships and tell your boss to screw off and go buy a pressure washer because it's going to be it's going to be an uphill battle. And for me, it took a couple years to really get some momentum. But if you've got that hunger, I would push into that. I would go get a pressure washer. I would get started part time and I would start marketing and I would start learning. And that's what's going to really accelerate your timeline as you grow this thing. So I wanted to thank you guys so much for listening today. If you did find uh, some value on this, I would really ask that you leave me a five-star review, maybe even share this podcast out on Facebook to some of these groups that you're in. That would do me a huge favor. I don't charge a dollar at all for this podcast. All I ask is for that review and that you subscribe and share it out. So wanted to thank you so much for your time today and I wish you well in whatever goals you are crushing today. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.